Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having you on the program. Ruth King, the one and only, one of my favorite people to interview. Um, one of those people that uh, I like to say I always feel a little smarter at the end of the interview than I do uh, at the beginning. Like My IQ may have even went up a point or two, which frankly, you know, I need it, just like everyone else. So uh, Ruth King is phenomenal. It's hard to describe her because she does so many different things. Um, she is, uh, has incredible educational videos for business owners. She's a prolific author with books internationally recognized uh, for among the best in business, uh, critically acclaimed. And she's got a new book that I'm geeking out about all the time that I can't wait for us to start uh, talking about. It's not being released yet, but I've seen it, and it is phenomenal. So Rooting.info is the best place to go to uh, monitor all the good things she does. She, she's a great uh, advocate for uh, business owners and uh, a great person every business owner should have in their corner. Ruth, love having you on the show. we got a great topic. Uh, no one talks better or more importantly about cash and, and, and having the proper attitudes around cash than you. I love your writing in this space. Uh, let's, talk, let's, let's just jump right into it. I, I, like, I like the analogies of, uh, of uh, circula, circulatory systems, like in our bodies. And yeah, yeah. I like that analogy. That's really analogous. Isn't our circulatory uh, system survives uh, like blood in our body, cash in our business. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that people, I don't know what it is about people not asking for payment, simply because, you know, <clears throat> whether or not you have a contract, and there are some contracts that payment terms are in the contract, and some that you're just, you know, you send out a bill and you expect payment in 30 days. But the reality is, is there is a contract, whether it's written and signed and everything else like that, you provided a product, you provided the service, it is their responsibility to pay you for that product or services. You know, I can't imagine going into a restaurant these days and, you know, billing, it doesn't work. You know, they get their money right up front. You know, now most of us aren't in the restaurant business, so we don't always have that Thank capability. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't survive a week just because of the food, uh, let alone uh, all the unique challenges of uh, yeah. owning a restaurant. Yeah, but it's almost like, you know, it's like everyone's operating in a belief that we're on the uh, wimpy, uh, you know, from uh, Popeye's, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's really very bizarre. And I think a lot of that is codependence. Business owners that have a codependent attitude uh, that want to be liked more than they want to be respected or even taken care of financially. Uh, maybe there's some who doubt the quality of their work and feel guilty asking uh, because they have that, that lack of belief in what they do. Um, but I'm with you. I don't get it. I scratch my head. Yeah, and it's really interesting because when I just went through this with one of my clients and they weren't paying attention to receivables. And some of them got out to be 90 days because the owner wasn't paying attention. You have to pay attention to receivables every single week. And so what we ended up doing is she ended up having her bookkeeper call on the phone and saying, you know, when can we expect payment? And I'm happy to take a credit card today. And do you know that their receivables dropped like in half simply because she was taking a credit card that particular day? And it was like, yeah. oh, don't do this again, yeah. okay, you know, that type of thing. So, <clears throat> you know, if you don't ask for the money, people think you don't need the money. 
And if you're asking six months later, they're saying, okay, well, she asked, she waited for six months to, you know, ask me for payment. I can take six months to pay her because she obviously doesn't need the money. Duh. Right. Right. You know. Yeah, that's a good point. We do train not just uh, clients, but employees, uh, even friends and loved ones. We treat, we train them on how we're willing to be treated. We train them. And, uh, you know, so much of our, uh, of the poor treatment we're getting is because of the training we gave. Yeah. And so let's assume um, that you're working with a brand new customer. You, you just sold a job, you sold a project, you sold a whatever. And the first thing you should do or your bookkeeper should do or whoever's in accounts receivable should be doing is calling that new customer's accounting department on the phone. And saying, hey, we just got, you know, we want a job with you or want a project with you. Want to know what your requirements are to get paid on time. And they'll tell you. They'll say, I need a PO. I need the manager's signature. I need this, this, and this on the invoice. And make sure you have all of those things when you submit the first invoice. And, you know, you can tell them, well, payment terms are generally, you know, 30 days or whatever your payment terms are. And it was in the contract or in the agreement or whatever it was. And on that 31st day, you have somebody in that accounting department that you can call and say, hey, um, want to make sure, you know, our terms were 30 days when we might be able to get a check. It's, it's a very friendly phone call, but you have a contact there. You have somebody that you've already talked to there, know that you've dotted your I's, crossed your T's, and got the invoice to them exactly how they needed so that you get paid. The worst mm-hmm. thing is yeah. to call 31 days later and go, oh, you, you didn't submit this with your invoice. But guess what? It's another 30 days. That doesn't work. Yeah. And now you're waiting for two payments in, 30, in, 30, in 60 days altogether. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not going to work. Um, so, yeah, why don't you real quickly kind of do a summary of your uh, major points, and with the time left, we'll, we'll go into a little depth uh, on them. Okay, number one, you look at your um, bank statements online every single day. There's, there's times that you might see something really screwy with a payment or a non-payment or somebody's attacked your bank account, which sometimes does happen. You know, every once in a while, you'll get these weird things. Like I got this thing that said, oh, you had an ACH payment. The first thing I did was I went to my bank statement you know, online and I said, no, they were just, that was just spam or whatever they call it these days. And so, you know, you just have to go look and make sure every single day you review your bank um, account online because that's the first line of defense. Number two is you look at cash flow statements every single week. You want to know what you started the week with, what came in, what went out, what you're ending up the week with, and what you expect to come in and out next week so you can make sure you have enough money to pay your bills next week. And behind that is an accounts receivable and an accounts payable aging report and you look at the receivable aging report and make sure that nobody's 60 days or you know however many days is and you circle those and say bookkeeper or if it's you make the phone calls and you force yourself to make the phone call if it's you and you'd be surprised yeah. how much money you collect especially if you can say well we can take a credit card today over the phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you get yeah, it good. you absolutely do it yeah so All from right. that perspective those would be the things i would do yeah, those are very good. Uh, you know, it's interesting because I would venture to say that probably more than half, certainly, right, uh, check your accounts every day. But I've had a very, very few, a very small percentage, certainly single digits, 
actually go that step further uh, of, of looking at the details of uh, how things are going. And it isn't daunting. Um, you know, you're talking minutes. You're not talking hours yeah. and not even many minutes. No. Uh, but yeah. what do you think? Do you think that's probably true? How do we not don't check? Maybe they check once a week and go, oh, my God, and are terrified. That's why I check every day because I don't want to be terrified. Uh, but, but uh, uh, you know, but, you know I, I would think there's a huge range in terms of what people do when they check. And, and many have a very cursory, oh, there's money there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly what they do is, oh, there's money there if they check at all. I um, normally say to somebody, like your bookkeeper, how much money is in the bank account? No, 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 no. You go look. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, the only reason why you would do what you just said, uh, you know, wasn't, wasn't in, the, in the account, is if you then go and check to make sure she, she or he is being honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make sure you double check. You know, what, what, what's the old saying? Check, uh, trust, but verify. <laughs> verify. The old Ronald Reagan yeah. thing. Trust but verify, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, about uh, nuclear arms. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it, nuclear arms or your money, you should trust but verify. So talk about, you know, when you look at your clients and, and you look at the people you work with, uh, does this end up being kind of, uh, you know, what percentage of your new clients do this checklist of seven items that you talked about? They are if they don't, they're crazy. And, I, and most, I'd say all of them do it within a month or two because they see what's important. They see that it doesn't take a whole lot of time. And I ask for the weekly cash flow report, so they got to do it. Oh, that helps. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but when you when they when they come on, you know, you're an oh, interesting no, you're an interesting it. person yeah. because you're you are you are interviewing clients as much as clients are interviewing you. You're wanting to that's work correct. with people. Because you have a lot of structure, you've got a lot of uh, clear objectives that frankly won't happen unless they meet these certain criteria and goal, goals. And right. so, um, so you're an interesting, interesting creature, if you will, <laughs> in the business space. I like that model, by the way. Uh, but uh, what percentage of your new clients, you know, before they sign up, when they're having that conversation, uh, what percentage would you say are doing all seven in the way that you do that? No, yeah, I didn't. Zero, so. zero. Yeah, yeah. Especially just the one issue I brought up. Yeah. yeah, especially just the one issue I brought up of people checking if there is money versus checking what the status is of the money. That one, that alone probably wipes out ninety percent. Yeah, I mean, almost nobody does it until you under yeah. until they understand the reasons why to do it. Yeah, and we yeah. talked about that. I think there's yeah. a lot of, I think there's a lot of vagueness in most people about their money. I think a lot of that vagueness is, of course, a lack of training. Uh, you know, you, we, we do what we do because we were trained to do it. But I also think fear drives a lot of business behavior. Uh, that's why businesses that probably could have been salvaged uh, but ended up going bankrupt is because they were making decisions based on fear up to the moment they went bankrupt. Yeah, agreed. They were afraid to ask for the money. Yeah, ask for money, ask questions, try to figure out what they're doing. How can we do this better? You know, all that, all yeah. that kind of stuff that uh, should have been asked but didn't uh, get asked. So I like this, you know, because we're in that time of the year, Ruth, where people are thinking about 2023. They're thinking about how do we do our business better? How do we do our business smarter? This is like fundamental. This is getting back to basics. And really, that's a lot of your approach. 
is this a recognition that uh, the fundamentals, you know, what they say in baseball, it's all about, it's all about small ball. It's all about the fundamentals. Uh, a lot of, yes, a lot about what you do is restoring the fundamentals. And making sure they're implemented continuously. Yeah, yeah. What is the biggest reason why you get resistance uh, to doing these things? Uh, the biggest reason for resistance? Well, quite frankly, if they don't do it, I don't stay with them. I mean, right, but I mean, if they, you know, when you're having that early conversation, oh, well, you mean I have to dot, dot, dot? You know, what, what, is, uh, what is driving that? They're not really realizing what the financial side of their company can tell them. They're more interested in revenue from sales or marketing or the operation side. Very few people pay attention to the financial side until they get in trouble. That's really yeah, the bottom yeah. line. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Ruth King, final thoughts as we wrap it up. Always love having you on. RuthKing.info. Make sure that you look at your bank accounts online every single day. If something looks crazy, question it. Figure out where you are cash flow-wise every single week. What's coming in, what's going out, and what you need for the following week. Do those two things, yeah. and make sure you do your receivables and make phone calls. You're fine. Yeah, it's okay to like mysteries. Make it a good book. Make it a movie, not your finances. And so <laughs> you, uh, you change your uh, attitude or else uh, when it comes to this. What a great end-of-year thought uh, because we all want to do things better at the beginning of a new year. New leaf, new year. This is something to focus on. Uh, RuthKing.info, I mentioned the fact she has a new book coming out next year, but she's got some phenomenal books already available. They are made for people who are in business, who want to learn and get going. Uh, they're not uh, you know, massive reads that are exhausting. She gets right down to business and her writing as well. Check it out at RuthKing.info. Stay tuned for more after this.